Welcome to Understanding Content by Simon Anderson and myself, Sean Aylmer. We are the principals of Aylmer Anderson, and we like to talk about content strategy and execution for organisations. Today's topic is timeliness. Now, let's get things going with an anecdote. Now, Jim Steins was an Irish footballer who converted to AFL. He became one of the great players of his era, resurrected the Melbourne Football Club, and twice went on to be named Victorian of the Year for his charity work. He died tragically of cancer in March 2012, just 45 years old. On the day of his death, I was editor-in-chief at the Sydney Morning Herald at the time. It was a huge story, and particularly in Victoria. The on-duty reporter at The Age immediately posted a news story of, uh, of Jim's death. Now, the reporter was no expert in football and certainly no expert in health and cancer, but she did a credible job, got the story online quickly. I can't quite remember exactly the number of page impressions, but it was something like 700,000 page impressions for that story over the next few hours. It was a huge story. It was close to the most read story by The Age at that time, and I don't think many have come close to it since. The next day, The Age newspaper produced a 16-page special to Mark Steins' passing. All the big sports writers, some of the non-sports writers, all contributed, and the team produced a beautiful print product that hit the newsstands the next day. Now, when sales figures came back a week or two later, there was almost no increase in sales for that newspaper, notwithstanding that there was something like 700,000 page impressions for the online version. On the day of his death, the audience could not get enough of Jim Steins. 24 hours later, while still a very important story, it just wasn't as relevant because people already knew about it. Notwithstanding it was a major story, it had totally lost its timeliness. So, that's my timeliness anecdote, Simon. Maybe you can start us off by telling us what timeliness actually is. So timeliness... It's pretty obvious when you say it out loud. Timeliness is getting information to an audience at the time it's relevant to them. So it could be based on an event. Your example of Jim Stein's death is an event that was relevant to people as it happened. But it's more important than that, and it's different to that. It's based on what the audience needs. So we view timeliness as totally dependent on what your audience needs to hear at a point in time. So... You can publish, a lot of people say, you know, I publish every Monday. That's timeliness. But to us, that's not timeliness. That's frequency. Timeliness is about relevance. It's about knowing your audience, and it's about knowing what they want at this point in time. So it seems like every time we talk, it always comes down to the audience. Presumably, timeliness is different for different audiences? The context is different. The concept's the same. But the, the context is different. So consider a financial planner that relies on a, on a morning newsletter. So uh, these people need to know what happened in the markets overnight. They need to know Wall Street. They need to know the dollar. They need to know commodity prices. So they can, they can look good when they meet their first client at 8 a.m. So what's timely to that person is a 7.30 newsletter that gives them all the information they need. But someone who works in a slower rhythm might have a different timeliness requirement. Most people don't need to know what happened in the markets overnight. They work on a, a weekly or a monthly or a longer rhythm. So timeliness is very different for different audiences. Right, so I'm just taking that a bit further, it's really easy to grasp hold of the idea of someone needing something at 7.30am. Uh, it's a bit harder to think too much about timeliness in a monthly board cycle, but I think it's just as important because you know, in our everyday life, 
We get our kids to school on time, right? We hit deadlines. We have the dinner on the table at a certain time. Timeliness really matters in our lives. It is exactly the same when you're producing content for people who are doing a board paper, which, you know, two weeks before the board paper's due probably needs everyone's reports in, the content from that. So I really think we should, everyone should take timeliness a, a, a little bit more seriously. So obviously you think, you know, we think it's important. Give us a, uh, an example. Why are we putting something out today then? Given it's Melbourne Cup Day, that doesn't seem very timely to me. So today is Melbourne Cup Day. It's also um, the interest rate decision day. Um, and you're right, that's pretty much all most people in Australia are interested in today. Um, so if you're not talking about that, you're not relevant. So it's good that we actually introduced that into the podcast. Um, <laughs> that this is our attempt, of course, at making us timely by talking about Melbourne Cup Day. But we're kind of doing what we probably are preaching against in a sense. Why, why, though, is it important that you do it? I mean, from our point of view, I think every two weeks we put something out, so that's frequency, as you mentioned. So I think it is okay to put out a podcast today because that's our frequency. Is that right? Or should we just avoid it at all costs? Again, I think it depends on your audience. So there's, uh, there's a number of um, people that will be producing information today um, for very valid reasons. So there'll be companies that have to. Um, so you might be under a regulatory requirement. There'll be people that are on a schedule that always produce on this particular day of the week or the month. Um, there'll be people that are publishing information to audiences that don't care about the Melbourne Cup, that aren't interested in interest rates. So there'll be people publishing to overseas audiences, um, to to uh, children, to, to yeah. Depending on the audience you're publishing to, that should drive whether something's timely or not. But I suppose what you're saying is if your audience is a bunch of adults who live in Australia, Melbourne Cup Day may not be the best day for it. Terrible day to publish something unless it's related to the Melbourne Cup. Now, what if you don't think about timeliness? So I think you and I, we've been through a lot of corporates in the last six months or so, and it is amazing how few actually think about timeliness as part of their content process. So nothing kills content quicker than being uh, too early or too late. Uh, you can look foolish if you don't consider timeliness. So we, we watched last month when the Reserve Bank cut interest rates by 25 basis points and the major banks failed to deliver an equivalent cut to home loan rates. But there was very little on their websites to explain why. So a customer that went looking for answers on why their mortgage rate wasn't cut by 25 basis point. It got their answers from angry politicians and from commentators, but not from the lender. Um, what surprised me about that one was that they actually had good reason not to do it. So they might have cut 19 basis points, not 25 basis points. So it wasn't even as if they had to hide it. It's just, it wasn't on the website. It wasn't at the first place that people would land when trying to find a reason why their home loan hadn't gone down. So they were always going to get kicked that day. Everyone was going to attack the banks. But had the banks produced the right content to explain their decisions and to, to expose and be transparent about some of the agony that goes into to those decisions, they don't make those decisions lightly. Had they produced content to explain those decisions from the get-go, they would have at least been in the conversation. Um, let's not bash the banks, though, because they do do a good job with a lot of their content. Um, the other example of timeliness is... A lot of companies produce white papers and research papers. They do research, they release it when it's ready. What they don't often consider is whether 
releasing that research is at the right time for the audience. It doesn't mean you have to hold on to the research. One of the great tricks that the news industry uses is reusing old content in a timely way. So digging up an old piece of research or a piece of research that wasn't timely when it was first produced and refreshing the findings for a new audience or even just republishing the key findings at a time when they matter. Yeah, I think you're right. News organisations are great at running stories again. So if someone dies, for example, you will take an interview with that person and run it again because it's timely. It's not new. It ran three or four years previously, but it certainly is timely. And and timeliness doesn't mean quickly produced. It doesn't mean rushed. So it doesn't mean we wait for an event to happen and then we marshal all our content troops internally and, and whack something out and publish it on the website. Timely content can be planned. It should be planned. It needs to be. It needs to reach the audience in a well-timed way, but it doesn't need to be rushed out. Of course, there was uh, in newsrooms. You always used to talk about anniversary journalism, and the good ones would have a twelve-month calendar of events coming up, and you knew that. Uh, in fact, we had a famous boss who would have three months of front-page stories coming up over Christmas in case nothing happened. And it's true, you knew events that were coming up that people would be talking about. Um, You know, at the moment, you might think there'll be uh, climate change conferences. So you know your audience is interested in that. It's a climate change conference in February or March next year. Right now is the time you should be thinking about content on that. So that's well planned, well thought out, slowly developed and developed with care, but very timely when it's published to its audience. Well said. We are limiting our podcast to 10 minutes for the time being. So that's it it for today's edition of Understanding Content. We'd love to hear from you. The best way is via email at simon at aylmeranderson.com or sean at aylmeranderson.com or through one of the popular social media channels. Thanks for listening.